0: Women Rising this morning, um, and today I've got a lovely lady called Deborah Huxley. We've been chatting already about um, different things that we're going through We're both exactly the same age, born in the same year. We're not going to say what year, are we? (laughs) We're not, we're not. We'll keep people guessing. But um, I met Deborah through um, a friend who said, you must interview this wonderful woman who's doing so much for Kalpe House. And um, it's really important, I always say, to highlight different charities that are working so hard for the community. Galpe House is one of those. Um, the more and more people that you hear who have um, who are ill, who have, you know, whatever, different illnesses that they have to go to the UK for, where would they be without Galpe House? I, I know three families who have lived in Galpe House for months while their children have been through cancer treatment. And and I know somebody who's there right now, actually, who's there long term because she's having this this really invasive treatment. And she's actually told us she she wouldn't know where she would be without Galpe House. Um is that is
1: that right, Deborah? What what is the feeling? It is. It's um it's it's a uh, an iconic building which is so important to the community. Um when you step in through the doors it's Gibraltar, it really is. And this is where this saying home from home has come from, because the, the overwhelming fear that you are suffering at that time going for your treatment and the unknown about what's going to happen to you, your life moving Mm. forward, just because you've had a result here, um, you're, you're off to, to London to see specialists in the field, um, of, of your illness, shall we say. Um, I can't imagine what goes through those people's minds, um, you know, whether it's themselves, or, you know, children, and we do see a huge increase in children, unfortunately. Um, But to be greeted by our staff to be welcomed by the community that is formed inside this building um, is overwhelming. It really is. Every time I walk in through the doors, I think, yes, this this is what we've created for people in their time of need. So the building is very, very special. Um, Where is the building The building is actually um, within... 20, 15 minutes, 10 minutes to each hospital that you will get referred to. So it's within a really good commuting distance. You can hop on um, the Gatwick Express and be within 25 minutes outside Paddington Station. You literally walk um, five minutes across the road and you are in Norfolk Square. Amazing. Um, It's it's so conveniently placed. Our CEO, Albert Poggio, took a long long time to find the building for the vicinity not so much Mm. the building but when he did find the building what a find um incredible the the building
0: you've moved recently because you were in fulham were you we, we
1: were actually probably 15 minutes away um in princess square and um you know that building was not really fit for the needs of how Gibraltar is moving anymore. Did, did you need a bigger place? We needed a bigger you place. Did. We we sort of just had 12 rooms and um if you think back 30 years ago when it was actually formed the community rooms, the bathrooms and the kitchens they were shared. So you had a bedroom.
0: Mm.
1: Moving on now, we've been running for five years in the new building and you have an apartment, you have a suite, you have a luxurious bathroom, um, which when I go to stay and stay in a hotel in London... (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't even compare. It doesn't even compare. You have a twin room because obviously your sponsor is traveling with you. Um, you have a kitchenette, which is if you want the privacy of just being at home. If you've had your chemo and you're coming back and you're not feeling very well and you want to, you know, some privacy and some peace and quiet, you've got a microwave, toaster. You know, yeah, there's a little. little kitchenette, so you can do that you're never going to be on your own for long because you have hmm. people knocking on the door with all the food that they've made downstairs in the communal <laughs> oh, kitchen. So there's like a
0: communal area it's too. It's a huge
1: community kitchen and we've had the likes of the mayor come over and cook for the residents at the time. Um, the, the the patients are fabulous. There is they do a rotor. There's always somebody cooking, yeah. giving, providing. You know, you can never not eat. You're having food shoved at you left, right, right. Typical Completely. But and that's have, what you
0: want. That's what you want. Because you you when you're going you, through
1: you, you, you think you want to be alone mm. and and that's okay, but really when you're there for a long time, it doesn't work. You need and when I step into the lounge and I just say, ignore me, I'm just here and I'm just taking a few pictures, pictures for yeah. our socials it's just so overwhelming that everybody is accepting of everybody and you know
0: and is there a time that you can i mean can you stay there for however long you need to how does that work as long as your
1: treatment as long as your treatment you get referred Mm -hmm. by your gp and the sponsored patient's unit refer you and if there is a place in Calpe House because obviously we're very very busy. busy we've got 38 suites wow um you know we're over three buildings Gosh, um it it's is huge state of the art yeah it, it really is and I say to anybody when you are in London please go and knock on the door yeah I've never because been you I must will, go you will be shown and you love will be to introduced and yeah. you will have the welcome like you have on Main Street Wonderful. Yeah. Tell me about you, Deborah. Um, so, how did you get involved with Galpe House? I think when I came 12 years ago to Gibraltar, I was living in Spain. My children had gone to school in Spain, and I moved over to Gibraltar. And um, basically, I wanted to do something. In Spain, I'd done lots of dog rescue and raising money and gala dinners for dogs and the different refugios along the way, um, horse societies, etc. But I wanted to do something here because you've got so many fantastic charities, and it forming part of the community and i joined Childline. um you know i've been very fortunate i've raised two wonderful young men and you know families struggle and i thought that i could make an impact there and help so i was with them for three years but my role really there was um on call i worked full-time so my time was limited yes i'd shake it in and help out in that capacity but my real um step into it was helping at night in the cells and I was an assisted adult so for many many nights I sat in cells with children um Where was that? Uh, that was at the new mole n- 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 Here in Jib. Yes in Jib. Okay. Um and that was over a 3 year period. Gosh, so that must, you know yeah You need to have you you really you do be quite because it it, it's heartbreaking and yes, I don't know is. how social workers I'm not putting myself on a social worker level but I don't know how they relate. It was mainly that that I dealt with and it could be from the minor thing to the very serious but I would sit with that child and um, whether it be an hour or five hours and I think the longest was seven hours um, being the appropriate child for them Um, so yeah it it was tough and then I think when my child left my youngest went to the UK um, I felt that I would served that area and um, uh, the Albert Poggio got in touch with me and asked me if I'd like to come and meet them and yeah it was sort of head-hunted from there really. Um, Fantastic. All voluntary, all voluntary. voluntary. Um, So I sort of had a think about it and I thought I didn't really know anything about Calpe House Um, and that was in 2014. Wow. And I, I went across. And here you are now. And here I am now. So what is your role for the House now? Okay. So when I first came <laughs> along, I was shaking tins. I was sort of organising, <laughs> um, you know... Get-togethers and, and cake sales and things like that. And then, basically, they asked me to head a fundraising committee. Because to run a place with 38 suites, Incredible. you need that. You need the yes. money. We are not government-funded. are not. We so are I not government-funded. Well. Yeah. We, we rely on people like Donations. you. And the person in the street. You all make Calpe House. Nobody else does. We have fantastic corporate sponsors. Albert and the team have basically reached out to the community. And it's mm. a lot of man hours. Mm forming three-year um, sponsorships which is just incredible so we've got lots of plaques on the doors each person is sponsoring a room looking after that room the maintenance of it anything that that room will need and many many of them continue after their three-year period we have GBC that sponsors the main lounge that's right with the open um, day so fun. it's, it's help. like yeah absolutely so it's fabulous yeah, you I mean, can't that do it is, you
0: can't do it without you can't, the, the help of the,
1: the community <laughs> yeah. calpay So basically. I, that, that's what I did and um, I, I formed a, a committee and we did flag days and we did events and things mm. and then in 2016 I was asked to come on as a director um and I thought oh I give so much of my time what does that actually mean what does that involve Um, because again I'm still working full-time and I came on as a director and I've never looked back now uh, I have a fantastic strong team headed by Stephanie Shekeluga which is just amazing they are it broke my heart to actually step away from them but they are doing a fabulous job and I'm still heavily involved but Steph has got the reins that was our connection because I know
0: Steph as well She's, she's, she's super. super. Yeah. She is
1: a Virgo like me. And I saw this mirror image the first time I she, met her. She doesn't like coming thought, out on an, in she, any. She doesn't. She doesn't. Anything, but, but I mean, she's working behind the scenes. She's a powerful. Yeah. Well,
0: this last um fundraiser that you did. I mean, yeah. so many people took part. I helped out because yeah. Steph asked yeah, me, and right. I, I was marshalling um for the run. Yeah, that's right. And I was just, you know, amazed at yeah. the at the at the amount of people who yeah.
1: joined. Yeah, it's incredible. You know, we had the idea, and Stephanie. Um, obviously heads the team it was karen um, wilcox and david bruce that actually formulated everything but obviously it takes a community yeah, to make yeah. a project like that. it was that. very well organized it was I thought super and yeah. then you know from there we had so much fruit left over that we were able to pass that on to you know the old people's home and give a little bit back in that mm. way too but you know the the work that was Put in, nobody sees the man hours behind these things, and there is a lot of man hours. We did a convent event um, in May, and alone that took 290 hours to actually put. These are all unpaid hours. Every yeah, is everybody volunteer. voluntary at every House? Everybody, I mean, apart CEO, from the people who work there, uh, the, I Obviously, the employees they, are paid, they, yes. you know, so we've got a great team so of So you staff. pay for that as well? Yeah, uh, that's all paid for. Mm. And then basically, the CEO, all of our board members on They're the team, all, well, all voluntary. And we give anything from three hours a week to, I mean, Albert is a 40-hour week he's giving for mm. free. Um, you know, I can work probably... 12 hours a week and if we have an event it could be 30 to 50 hours a week it very much depends so how do you
0: how do you get good people involved
1: um and um, helping you out we look for skills we look for skills and you know each person plays a role you know we have say for the fundraising i have a queen of tickets there is no woman that can sell as many raffle tickets as this (laughs) woman and she is like an angel and her name is anita and anita is our ticket queen we all have our of what we bring to the table you know yeah i mean karen is fantastic with admin and spreadsheets and formulating things together you know different people in that team play a mm. different role so we look for a skill set but we also look for if you don't want to join a board you can come and help out and shake a tin um nicole jones from the ev yeah, foundation she's wonderful she's fantastic um, she helps you out too I, 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 yeah and i support her if i you know if and when i can she's just wonderful but she said to me i'll send you some people to help with your flag day Um all of a sudden these vibrant young women were shaking tins telling their story they'd all been through calpe house yeah. how calpe house yeah. had changed them and i was overwhelmed because mm. it's it's just here you are you are part of that charity but you're wanting to come mm. and shake it in i think more and more as people get sick which is sad yeah. um but you hear about yeah
0: you know how calpe house helps them as yeah. a family
1: i think also a lot of people that do we have two types of events we have Events that we organize, but we have events that are external that really have got nothing to do with us. These are people in the community that have stayed through Calpe House. We've helped them in their darkest hours. They've been totally overwhelmed. They've come back and they've thought, I want to do something. And yeah. we have, you know, um Keith Vinicombe who wants to do the med steps. We have the guys from the prison um, mm. that, that want to do the cycling from the UK to That's here. Right. We have, you know, and it's just, it's phenomenal. The gift. The Give back is overwhelming and it doesn't stop it just doesn't stop hi i'm deborah i'm a director at calpe house i'd like to hear from you if you can help us in any way whether it be shaking a tin or sponsoring or donating we're looking for corporate sponsorship or just the odd donation we have a fantastic website done by piranha design please look us up our website address is www.calpehouse.com we also have all the socials, Instagram, Calpe House One, and Facebook, Calpe House. A great big thank you to all of my fundraising team, all of the directors and our CEO. Thank you to our huge community that keep us going. And thank you very much, Michelle, for inviting me. Do you liaise with doctors and all that, appointments and all that? Do you, how much do. help do you our offer? Our staff go above and beyond. They, do. they really do. Um, what, what they do is just... N- n- it's taken for granted really because yeah. it's not the job because, role because you could
0: have maybe a couple who or the language barrier if they're muslim we, or they that you know you have, have that because there's a lot of people in gym. yes exactly yeah. yeah and then they still have to go to england because yeah. they're part of the
1: gha so they're sent That's to the it. uk and then we you have the problem with the we language. do we've had instances where Jaime, um one of our staff has had to accompany somebody to hospital to liaise because they don't speak english um and he will speak to them in Spanish and then liaise, we've had that. We've had people that are very poorly and don't have any family so they have to go to Calper House on their, their own um, they don't it's have any friends sad. so you know we we have to them. help them in that capacity and mm. include them um, when you don't speak the language it's very easy to step away and not be involved but we're mm-hmm. a community so you know our staff watch and mm. they watch how things are and your staff um, are all English Our, our staff, no we They're have a mix we have um, somebody from Venezuela so they've got a lot of Spanish speakers Spanish is spoken yeah, a lot of but predominantly they're English, yes. Yeah. Wow. And how do you recruit? Do you recruit in England? Um, we recruit. We recruit through agencies. Um, people have come to us from word of mouth. We've had people from the hospital that have come on board. Mm. Um, you know, we we interview as a board. So um, Albert will sort of mm-hmm. narrow down how many people we've got. It's a team. It's mm. a collective team effort. And then once we've found sort of ten people that we want to interview, um, we will fly over and we'll set up meetings. And you know, we we were very and thorough because that person really has to be the right fit um, to be in that community and work with the team. The team are doing a phenomenal job. They didn't stop through lockdown. You know, they were helping people that had covid that were locked in their rooms that had gone for appointments and then they couldn't come for their appointment because they'd got covid they couldn't come out of that room so our staff were making sure that they had all the sanitary things that they needed that they had clean bedding left outside their door that the the, the, the person fantastic. that was so you've them. got people doing the law lo- like a Comple- hotel really yeah, completely all the cleaning and the laundry all and the, the cleaning and the all the towels, laundry. everything you provide all everything wow. everything so when you it's go like to live a, well, like everything is there yes. you just turn up with your suitcase you can have your appointment and then you can be told you're starting chemo tomorrow yeah and then all of a sudden your world changes because you think in your head you've had your consultation and you're back on the plane to Gibraltar and you wait sometimes it's not it depends yeah. on what that consultant says and um, we've got patients that have been there for nine months you hmm. know if or you more. think to yeah, if you think that you your life will change, hmm. and all of a sudden you 're not going to be in Gibraltar for nine months and you 've got children hmm. um, but you're you're battling cancer and you 've got small children that your parents and grandparents are hmm. are helping to take care of it's very traumatic there's lots of um sadness hmm. but the people that are there are lifting people constantly do you
0: offer like like the, the cancer relief do here psychological yeah, help we like do. psychologists we
1: have, if people are really we suffering have, um, we have lots of different things upon the notice board nothing is forced on anybody so there are telephone numbers um, and emails given to people that Um, are based in Gibraltar that offer these services for free so counselling and a listening ear because not everybody wants to moan to their partner all the time (laughs) when you're just together in the room and somebody's sick it's very difficult so sometimes we have the the ill person wanting to offload and say I'm really struggling with Mm. this today and I don't want to burden the wife because the wife's doing all the washing and the cooking and you know she's trying to be upbeat but I'm having a really bad day so they've got that person To listen. So, we do offer lots of different things. We work very closely also with the Cancer um, Centre. I mean, Rowena, there, the whole team are wonderful. And they have offered so many services that we need to tell people, you know, look, you've got cancer, you're not alone. When you come back, you can go here. There are all these wonderful services and Mm. these great people. No, no, I don't, you know, I'm okay. No, go and have a cup of tea. Go and meet them. (laughs) Go and have a coffee with them all. And then once you're in, you see the facilities. You see what's available and you don't feel alien you feel oh you know i, th- part I will of go that- and have a, yeah. a massage and have my wig fitted properly and and so forth and and help. and help them. so it really is a community thing and what are your biggest challenges deborah our biggest challenges are basically um keeping everybody safe in the building so we are we are run as a business you can't just rock up and be part of Calpe House. You have to be referred. Mm. And I think a lot of people expect... Well, they just turn up? That, well, they expect to be able to stay there. And then we have a lot of negative feedback when, pe- when there aren't any availability. If there's if there's no space, we try... Well, the GHA try to accommodate you nearby mm. so you can still come and you can still be Use part of... all the facilities. Of all of the but facilities. But you can't sleep there. But you can't sleep. So yeah. we try and integrate the, the people to say, look, you can still come in... Have a cup of tea. Um, if we've got an event on, if the mayor's coming over, please come on over. Be part of this event. You're you're not on your own, mm. although you're sleeping somewhere else. Mm. So, but I mean I, that is a reality. It, it, it you, is a reality. We've only got thirty eight places, and but it's human nature yeah. to demand where you feel you need to be. But so, you know, the GHA, not Calpe House, the GHA put you where they have availability um, and we try and accommodate everyone and mm. you know what when people have been they want to come back because they've had that whole experience no no mm. i don't want to stay anywhere else i want to go there but well, surely it's not up to them really. It, it, it's yeah. not it's not and it's not up to us either so mm. we can't say oh yes you will make space for you you know um but it's 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 an incredible building it's an incredible Facility, yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you strive for? Um, phew, gosh, there's lots of things that we strive for. We strive for fairness. We strive to make sure that everybody within our group and our team is like mentally strong and well. Mm. Albert is a wonderful, caring person and oversees everything. Um, so they themselves or a family it's such a small group of people um that the balance has to be right so we really strive to look after them because in turn what they're doing is a mammoth job in looking after everybody else if you've got 70 odd people in a building and they're all you know at you because oh i need mm. this i need a flight booking i need a taxi i'm not feeling very well i need to see a doctor i've got toothache you know can you sort out a dentist oh for me gosh. i mean it's 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 life. It's incredible. So our staff are virtually spread so thin. um, So it's important that we look after them and getting out to the community, how important the community is in raising funds to help this to happen. Yeah, how, is it?
0: Does it worry you that the
1: funds coming in? I mean, do you always have enough funds? We've because got a community you have, here like no, other, so like no other, Because it's you a know. big place to run. It, it, it's a huge place to run. A but, huge you know, expense. you as you say, you're running it as a business. Massively, yes. I mean, the the electricity bill, bill yeah, alone. I can imagine. You know, if, the, the, the washing bill, machines yeah, yeah. and the tumble dryers are going. Um, so yeah, it, it's a, a colossal, but we manage it. We we manage it. You know, we we really do. I mean, people come and put £50 notes in our tins. They put Ten pence pieces, but they say, You helped me. I can't thank yeah. you enough. And in and I say, No, no, you don't have to give that. You don't know what you've done for me. And it's just emotional. Every flag day that, is tearful. Yes, every flag yes. day. But, that's that's um, is that the biggest reward? Do you know? I think one of the biggest rewards looking back was probably in May. We had a fundraising day, and it's not a flag day, but it's a fundraising day. We were outside Morrison's, and anyone standing in the heat of summer for eight hours shaking a tin knows how hard it is to the point whereas I will never walk past anyone without putting something in a tin. Thank goodness for tap machines nowadays because we don't carry cash. But I will never because I personally know how hard it is to stand there for eight hours. And there was one guy who was coming from the hospital direction, skipping like a gazelle. And he must have been in his 60s. And some of the girls clocked him and said, like we're all looking in his direction and he was coming to us and he was coming and I thought he's not going to stop. And we were all just like, what's he doing? What's he doing? <sighs> and he came over and he was so ecstatic and he said, um, yes, I've got money, I've got money, I've just been in the hospital and I've rang the bell, I'm free of cancer. And he'd spent three months oh in Colby House. And the tears were rolling down his face and he put a £20 note into the tin and we were all having a big hug and a cry because it, that day, that very moment, he'd come away from, from that. That's so pure emotion. Raw, Oof. really raw. Yeah. It's made me emotional yeah. to think about it. Gosh. Those are the moments. Those are the moments. Amazing. Yeah.
0: It's amazing. What you're doing is amazing. Um, do you need, um, what, what? can uh, people listening to this podcast, how can they help you? How can they get, though they can get in uh, touch what, with what do you? But do you they need, can, yeah. do can, you need um, p- certain people? Do you need
1: to fund, what do you need? Well, we just need sponsorship. We need um, We need more businesses to come on board with their sponsorship. Uh, what we have is fantastic. But, you know, our, our three-year plan is basically £10,000 per year by individual companies um you will see on our website we have many but they roll calpe house they actually their sponsorship is just enormous to us and they sponsor the room as i said and they do more than you Mm. know they really do so Mm. yes we need corporate sponsorship but we also really need to know that the general public are aware that we are there not just when you need us help the person that's there struggling now. You know, don't wait until you've got cancer because someone else is fighting it. And, you know, that that one pound coin that you put into the tin, I mean, believe me, it goes a long way. It really mm. does because it supplies new bedding. It supplies new furniture. It supplies anything that the kitchens will need. It supplies pots and pans and all the incidentals that mm. people need, you know. Um, So think about think about the the community because it's probably one of the biggest if not the biggest charity in gibraltar yeah. that that affects so, everybody, everybody. everybody everybody and at one point whether you've got cancer or a hearing problem yeah well, you to stay there to go on to see your specialist so it's, well, it has it's, to keep going it's that important and we touch generations And you know yeah. we're not new it's 30 40 years that you've, been, you've going. been going and so you know we've touched your grandma your uncle your mother yourself your children and the future generations that are going to need it because let's face it they're yeah, going they to need, need it. it and you're going to stick at it i'm going to stick <laughs> at it I you're not going I'll, anywhere I'll stick at it until I'm, I'm done with honestly i mean you know some of the guys have been there over 30 years now um the team that we have are c- just amazing they have mentored and shaped me into who i am today um because i mean that i have learned so much from all of these wonderful People. We have James Niche QC. Um, He is just instrumental into making me focus the mind where it actually needs to be and not all the incidentals that are outside. Um, You know, his mind is just amazing. We have JJ Pichirello, who is just matter of fact um, and to the point, and I've learned so much from from jj too. We've got charles Marfay, who who passed who, I mm. worked very closely with sadly sadly missed, um, but I learned so much from him in the very beginning. we had um, um God. Well, I'm having one of these moments that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, Olga Zamit. And she was the only lady that was on the board at the time. And mm. she taught me to be a strong person. She mm. really did. Because obviously I'm surrounded by a group of men here. and um, but I am, you, I'm sure you can fight I, your way I, through I, that, Now Deborah. I can. Now I can. Yeah, In absolutely. the beginning I was a bit of a mouse. But no. Olga really brought me out of, out of my shell. So my yeah. last question was going to be, who do you look up to? But I think you've just answered I look that. Up to them all. I do I don't think I could have anyone else around the table that I could look up to to you know I mean Albert has just he's 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 incredible um as a mentor as someone to aspire to if people had half of the compassion that this man has for the charity it is incredible that somebody would willingly give their life to, to this, this charity yeah. yeah well all I can say is thank you on behalf of everybody no, listening, thank you so much
0: um, because so, so glad I asked you to come thank um i'm emotional you. just hearing your story I know, deborah i know uh, especially the the man with the 20 pound note i didn't, I' not I to think of that all day incredible because i can imagine what that is like yeah. having had you know family members and my best friend from uni yeah. who died of breast cancer so she didn't get a chance didn't get a chance no how no. sad yeah yeah so um it, thank you thank, thank you. you from it the bottom of all. my heart for no, coming in thank you and i hope lots of people enjoy this talk yeah thank you <laughs> You've been listening to Women Rising, a series of talks where I've chatted to fabulous and inspirational women exclusively about their lives and their losses, their struggles and their successes, and their contribution to this world where they are empowering others and making a huge difference in our community. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a huge thank you also to Beatrice Garcia, who has designed and painted the podcast icon she's at beatricegarcia.com should you like to advertise your business on my podcast please get in touch and please like and rate the show on your favorite listening platform and comment also if you can and should you want to get in touch with me my email is rougejib at gmail.com